Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Now, it hasn't got that much in the way of media attention, but the MPOX vaccine is being rolled out, though it's not without its problems. Henry McKean went to speak with people affected by the disease. He started by talking with John, who talks about people he knows who have contracted it. I know two people. It was quite mild and they were lucky because their work supported them financially, even though there's no legislation like there was with COVID, um, because you have to isolate for a whole month. Um, And then the second person who had it, they said it, it, it was like something trying to break out of their body, like push through their skin. It was the most incredible pain that they had ever, ever felt. Really? So agony? Agony. I I can't, just even reading what they were writing online, uh, sharing their story, they kind of documented it, uh, horrendous. Pimples almost, it looked like. I started having swollen lymph nodes, I started having a headache, I started having a fever, um, and it just felt overall just really lethargic and really tired. This is one of the most painful things that I've ever dealt with in my life. The spots first appeared on my hands and my arms, and over the course of a day, they actually progressed all over my body. I started to see spots on me spots on myself. So they swabbed one lesion over here and I believe one lesion on the other side of my face and I got the results back in two days and it was positive monkeypox. Hi, I'm John and I am a member of the LGBTQ plus community and thankfully I've been able to get the MPOX vaccination. How do you feel about that change of a name to MPOX? Uh, I'm surprised it took so long to change the name. I was researching it back in July, trying to find more information, and there was already talk or mention about having to update the name because it had racist connotations to it. So, you know, I'm I'm quite surprised it took so long for the the WHO to get on board with doing it, but I think it's very important. Yeah, it has a lot of connotations. It's interesting you're saying, you know, only 200 people in Ireland have been diagnosed with MPOX, but it happened really, really fast. You know, all of a sudden there was this new virus disease we didn't know what in our community, and there was absolutely no communication from the government in Ireland. It was terrifying. And for me, how I felt, I was really, really shocked because it brought back the exact same feeling when you know, the government announced the first lockdown, our schools had to stop really? the pandemic. Yes. You felt that kind of sort of hopelessness? Now, it's not even... Fear. It was the fear, it was the anxiety, and it, it came right back straight away. And that led to other complex emotions because we were trying really hard to get information. There was nothing coming from the government. I was talking to my friends in the UK. They were already, you know, after getting their first vaccine, similar to COVID, you know, you needed more than one dose to be vaccinated. And I remember in the UK, what they wanted to do with COVID is just give everyone at least one shot and then we'll deal with what comes next. That's the approach they took in the UK. So a lot of people got some sort of resistance, but that, you know, fell through, you know, come September, end of August, when they had run out of supply because there was only one place manufacturing it. So we were looking over to the UK, you know, uh, what are they doing when there was no information here? Nothing. So you're living in fear and then information starts circulating online. The thing that really, really got me, I was listening to, and it sounds terrible, but I was listening to an audio of somebody who had monkeypox 
and it was in their back passage and the audio was of them trying to go to the toilet and I have never heard screams like that in any kind of a horror movie you know and th this is the kind of thing that we were like what is this you know what is happening my name is Adam Shanley I'm Empower Program Manager at HIV Ireland I think the reasoning behind the change uh, kind of came from a rise in stigma and discrimination that was being experienced based on the name. Any changes that can be made to lower stigma or discrimination in, in relation to an infectious disease, particularly that's disproportionately affecting a minority, is really important. The change away from monkeypox to mpox is important because I think it maybe quells some of the misinformation that it actually is a, a zoonotic disease that comes from monkeys. We know it doesn't come from primates, prim it primarily comes from um, rodents. The move away from monkeypox to mpox, while it's been slow, it's welcome. Um, uh, but I suppose the main crux of the issue is that um, when there's people out there that are willing to, you know, weaponize any word towards minority community. And do you think it that's the was weaponized? Do you think it that was a stigma around the name? I, I I think that there was definitely examples of that. I mean, we're actually running a campaign at the moment online to encourage people to take the 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 vaccine. Um, and you don't have to go very far into the comments to see some really horrific comments. And um, I. I Prefer to, to give it oxygen. Exactly, I prefer to I prefer to steer away from that and not and not give it any amplification. But so I think I think the name change will will help. Um, but our our community is most definitely mobilised in a response to this and has been from the very start of the outbreak. I, I'm not afraid because just I'm monogamous. I'm married to another guy. That's a good thing if you can get but, vaccinated. But I, I, I think gay people will say, oh, it's just targeted for us. But I think all studies have shown it's targeted for gay people because they tend to be more promiscuous and more into risky alternative lifestyle behavior. I know that's not, it's not, not something mainstream to say, but yeah, I'm a gay man, so I'm saying it's, if people choose to live alternative lifestyles, so there are some consequences, obviously. So, uh, like sexual transmitted diseases, etc., etc. But if you want to do that, then yeah, I think the vaccine, that's right, and there should be for these people. And you're happy with the name change to MPOX? I don't see why they change it. I mean, the name change doesn't matter as long as people actually get vaccinated. Like, the LGBT community is really good about getting vaccinated, uh, but I think it's affecting them more so than other communities. Better than monkeypox in any way, yeah? You prefer mpox? Yeah, 100%. The symptoms can be from very, very mild to excruciatingly painful. Um, so what happens initially is that you start to get um, kind of like a, a rash that then gets bigger, turns into a, a kind of a spot that then um, kind of bursts, crusts over. And that can be very painful depending on where it is. Um, some people can get only one or two other people can get very very large multiples in every part of their body and get specifically quite sore if it's in the genital or the anal region um, and it can also affect um, the eyes and throat so it can be um, it can be very very un uncomfortable for people what we know from um, those who have engaged with us in support um, is that the vast majority of people have had mild cases, but some people have had um, cases where they've had to be hospitalised, but thankfully that's been very minimal. One of the major problems for me when the anxiety kicked in was that you could get it through face-to-face -face contact, as in the two of us sitting opposite each other for a prolonged period of time. We could get 
and Pox just from sitting here? Absolutely. So I actually found myself avoiding uh, hanging out with my friends, my gay friends, because I was worried I'd get it from them. So I found myself quite isolated from my community, separated. And, you know, I had sat with a friend on a train down home who happens to be LGBT. And I went to visit my grandmother and all she wanted to do was hold my hand and squeeze my hand. And I was absolutely terrified. I could not... I couldn't do it like I, like I did in the end but I was avoiding her because the last thing I wanted was a 90 something year old per- woman who survived Covid ending up with bloody mpox We mobilised as a community very very early on and before the first cases of, of mpox were, uh, were identified in Ireland we had awareness campaigns we were in our bars and clubs um, with um, volunteers doing outreach and, and, and basically kind of creating an understanding of what this is the symptoms of it and when and and where to go and get tested I think that kind of concerted effort from um, the community and also from you know our public health and our clinical colleagues um, we've done quite well in terms of you know any case is is not not good Um, but when we look at you know slightly over 200 cases in Ireland and we look towards the like of of the UK Portugal Spain who've had thousands of cases um, I think in terms of our response we've done we've done quite well the biggest issue I guess has been the very slow rollout of of vaccines. So you think it is quite slow? It it was considerably slow and I suppose again well we saw a lot of cases happen across Europe and they were much quicker European countries and and the UK were much quicker to get access to the vaccine and so you know I think that the procurement process for Ireland for whatever reason was was slower perhaps than many other countries and 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 that's something that I think you know needs to be reviewed but we do know we do have it now um, and there's uh, there's really really strong demand we've a great history um, of a health seeking behaviour in in the gay community and so there's you know really strong demand for vaccine um, but there are still vaccine appointments available and so I would encourage any gay, bisexual or transgender person to to, um, to take use of that and, and um, look for an appointment on the HSE website. You know when you got your COVID jab went straight into your arm, into the muscle, this doesn't go into the muscle, this just goes underneath the skin. Just under the skin? Just under the skin and it's, it's, you can barely feel it, it's a pinch, you know, like any kind of a needle. Uh, it takes five seconds. And it basically kind of looks like um, a hive, you know, for maybe about four or five hours. Uh, you, you might get a little bit red around your arm. It's in your forearm. Um, and then it, it might be a little bit itchy two or three days later. That's it. You know, you get two of them, 28 days apart. It doesn't have to be skin-to-skin contact. Like, we're sitting face-to-face right now, Henry. We could catch it off each other. We could catch it off each other. Regardless of sexual contact or activity or promiscuity, which is all thrown into this gay disease, kind of similar to HIV. Do you think there was that stigma around now MPOX, formerly monkeypox? Do you think there was that stigma? Definitely. Even the way it was communicated, as in it wasn't similar to HIV, there was no support for people. This virus got into a community and spread rapidly. This is the fear. And, you know, because of that, people were coming to me being like, why is it being called a gay disease? It's like, I don't know. I'm not an expert. Ask the government. It was just such bad messaging in Ireland. And the only people who were really able to to help were Empower. They are the best. If it wasn't for them, we wouldn't have had the rollout of the vaccine uh, as fast as we did and targeting people who were high risk. Moncrief. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Weekdays at 2pm on News Talk.